This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Welcome, friends. This is the Dear Hallmark podcast. My name is Dara, and you've just entered a space where we talk about your favorite movies from your favorite made-for-TV movie networks like Hallmark, UpTV, GAC, and the like. With this episode, I'm going to give you a two-for-one. We're going to talk about my grown-up Christmas list, and we're going to give... We're going to talk about the Hallmark movies and mystery movies that we have seen so far this year. So, firstly, let's talk about my grown-up Christmas list. This movie stars Kevin McGarry and Kayla. Actually, let's save that for last. Let's start off with the Hallmark movies and mysteries ranking. Um, You guys, we've had a year of movies, and I feel like... Hallmark Movies and Mysteries is playing by a completely different ball game than Hallmark Channel, which is why I split up the the ranking. I said it wouldn't be fair to to do it all in one because I feel like they're completely different movies. You know what I mean? So I have my list right in front of me here. And I'm going to separate the mysteries from the the genres dramas um because i feel like the dramas again two different ball games here okay so let's start off with the mysteries shall we coming in at number three because we've only received three mysteries so far this year which is a travesty by the way it's a crime to a hallmark fan that we've only received three mysteries in seven months what's going on hallmark what are you trying to tell us Are they trying to tell us that this was our last hurrah for mysteries? Because even in the August lineup, when I quickly scanned through it, from what I remember, there were no mysteries in there. So I don't know, Katnaj Joe, we might not see any more (laughs) mysteries, which is upsetting. Because then what is going to be Hallmark movies and mysteries? Is that just is that going to turn into Hallmark drama? And then you're going to be putting these dramas on there now? Is that what we're doing? So coming in at number three for bronze is Aurora Tea Garden, Haunted by Murder. I didn't like this. There's no way I'm watching this again because it was way too scary. It was just the supernatural element, the horror of it all. That's just not my cup of tea. I don't like that type of sugar or honey, you know? So I... I mean, of course, the the chemistry of the cast is there. This is like their umpteenth film together. So they're not new to this. They're true to this, right? But this mystery, you could tell, was different than the others. And I didn't like it (laughs) personally. And I'm so glad I didn't watch it at night because I was still creeped out even in the middle of the afternoon when I watched it. So... Again, bronze, Aurora Tea Garden. Coming in at silver, cut, color, murder. Now, I was excited for this one because this is a new series, much like um, what you can imagine is my number one pick. This is a new series introduced to the mystery world, which is another point as to why would you give us two intros 
to mysteries if you're not going to continue them. If we haven't seen any in four months or three months, what's going on in the camp? Can we have a town hall, please? Because we got some things to discuss. I need to know what's going on with these movies, the cancellation of these shows, and our mysteries. I need to know what's going on. Can we please have a town hall in the town square by the Christmas tree? That's all I'm asking. Nothing much. I don't even... I Put me in the third row in, in, the, in the aisle on the end seat. That's it. The, in, the aisle end seat. That's all I need. That's all I need. So, Cut, Color, Murder stars Ryan McPartland and Julie Gonzalo. Congratulations to Julie, by the way, who had a baby. I know I'm late, but I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> um, and Julie is a hairdresser in this small town. I think it's in the, we're in the Midwest in this one. And Ryan McPartland is a detective. He's new to the area, much like uh, the detective in the other mystery that I'll talk about. And so he's still trying to get a lay of the land. And the the tea is that Julie Gonzalo's character, I forgot her name. She is the one who holds all the cards because a lot of people come to her shop and gossip. So she has the 411 on who know, who's creeping with who, sleeping with who, has the, the, the foreclosed house, the stock. You know, she has all of the insider info, if you will. And so apparently the police go to her a lot for things, to inquire about people for things. And that was one of the things, though, that took me out of this mystery a lot because I felt like she, there were just a lot of moments where I'm like, they're really just going to let her go into this crime scene like this? And she's really just going to just be up here like this? So it took me out of the mystery. However, I greatly appreciated the ending. The ending for me was one of the better endings of a mystery, say for Mystery 101 and Gourmet Detective. That ending was chef's kiss delicious. And it, it aptly sets us up for a second one. And it makes me wonder when, we're, when are we getting that? Are we not going to get it until next February? Inquiring minds want to know. So that's number two. Um, the chemistry between Ryan and Julie, I mean... It's a series, so I didn't see anything there. But again, it's a series, so they have to build upon it. But that's kind of my two pennies, you know. Number one, you can tell, Curious Caterer, Dying for Chocolate. Andrew Walker, Nikki DeLoach, we're getting a bomb pairing. I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't play. It's Andrew, Nikki, what do you expect? This is their fourth movie, I think, together. So they have a rhythm, a rapport, a relationship, a friendship. There's chemistry there, and you can tell. Because I saw the chemistry between the two characters within the first one. I did. And this one wasn't scary. Um, There wasn't that much suspense to me in this one. It was definitely more so a whodunit. Um, And there wasn't much suspense. I really liked it, though. I liked exploring that the mom was divorced and the dad was still in the picture and her dating. Like, I, I appreciated that storyline. And then Andrew being a snippy curmudgeon from San... Is he from San Fran or New York? I forget. He's from a major metropolitan city in any event. And I appreciated his no-nonsense, you're-going-to-do-what-I-say-when-I-say-how-I-say-it type of mentality. I really did. And I want to see more from him in that. So... 
that that was really really cool well well you guys so that concludes the mystery portion let's get into the hallmark like the drama portion we received six dramas so far this year and coming in at number six now let me preface this by saying each of the dramas were five crowns so how this is ranked is by rewatchability and coming in at number six for me is heart of the matter that one as amazing hear me when I say as amazing as it was it was just way too depressing I do not in any event see myself watching that one again I said this in my YouTube review or my YouTube video I will say it here we need to raise a proverbial literal figurative hypothetical glass to Chandler Massey because in the 30 to 40 minutes that he was in this film he arrested my attention and I wanted more he was brilliant. Chandler, all of the awards go to him. And someone um, let me know that he actually won daytime Emmys for his role in a soap opera. I believe her name is Cheryl. Shout out to you, Cheryl. Thank you for letting me know. My goodness, he acted his behind off. And then, of course, this is our first Amy Teagarden movie that we're getting after it was announced that she signed a contract with um, Hallmark. Hashtag being locked down by the crown. So... It was good. It was really, really good, y'all. But if you if you want those heart-wrenching, like if you're into those heart-wrenching dramas, then this is going to be the one for you for sure. Number five is North to Home. This one has Kimberly Sustad, Lindsay Fonseca, Erica Durant, and Barbara Niven, a.k.a. Mama Chesapeake. And while I liked the dynamic of this, I felt like this was a... a precursor to a tv show this could have been a pilot to a tv show and i wanted more i felt like there was more that could be explored with the characters however i appreciated the movie for what it was and it was a strong incredibly strong start for hallmark movies and mysteries for january because the crap that we got from channel in the month of january this made north to home look like an oscar nominated film like for real if you remember what we got in january we had where your heart belongs um, don't forget I love you the perfect pairing the wedding veil and butlers in love so I mean come on <laughs> come on uh, number four oh this one is so darling color my world with love starring Benjamin Ayers Erica Durrance again and Lily D. Moore and David DeSanctis this was the film that dealt with a mom whose daughter had down syndrome or has down syndrome and just the difficult time of letting her go and, be, and allowing her daughter to become more independent um and namely in the romance department so the movie was beautiful and even the the small nod to inclusion um development benjamin Ayers character was a real estate developer i believe and she was an interior decorator she was either a decorator or a designer. I'm not completely sure. We're going to say decorator to be safe. So she was an interior decorator and um, he was a real estate developer. And he was wanting, with his relationship with Brad, who I believe was David DeSantis' character, he wanted to develop inclusion living communities for people with Down syndrome, which I thought was brilliant. I hope, I wonder if that's actually a thing. If no one has actually done that, that they need to take it and run with it. Develop communities for people with Down 
and it doesn't have to be with Down syndrome specifically, but with some type of, I don't know what you want to call it, a challenge. I don't know how the terminology for that, but I think that's brilliant. The chemistry between Ben and um, Erica, my gosh. Just put a marshmallow on a stick and roast it, for goodness sake. Make me a s'mores. Like, Benjamin is one of the kings of chemistry, I feel like, within the Hallmark space. He's able to have chemistry with a tissue box. So, he he just killed it in this. Erica was beautiful. Beautiful performance in this. Everyone, again, A1 steak sauce. I smiled the whole time during this movie. I didn't think I would smile as much. I thought it was going to, like bring me tears and just like have me wailing all over the place but it was actually darling um so that's number four number three rip in time niall mater tori devito this one was kooky quirky in terms of the synopsis and it was more dramatic the first time around than i thought it was going to be so i watched it so i was a little bitter but I watched it again. I cleared my heart and I watched it again and I actually enjoyed it. So I put Ripping Time at number three. Miles' performance, stellar. That kiss, my gosh, I needed to close my eyes. Sheesh, they were going for the for the touchdown, you heard me. Um, but yes. Oh, and you guys, okay, for number two, I have to turn on my smooth jazz radio voice because I felt like the nature of this film, and I actually just watched it yesterday, um, the day before I'm recording this, uh, it is Always Amore, starring Autumn Reeser and Tyler Hines. The film quality of this movie, the cinematography, the vibe, the feel, it's a beautiful, cozy, rainy day. Um, A user on Instagram, Blue Drum Major, he classified it as sitting in front of a fireplace in a leather chair under a cashmere throw sipping cognac. I feel like that perfectly describes Always Amore. It is the perfect type of slow movie that you want to watch for comfort when it's raining outside, when you want to pass time. The performances were beautiful. I do feel like there's more to be desired concerning Ben and Elizabeth's relationship and Ben's backstory. I recently posted on my Instagram, Dear Hallmark, can we have Always Amore as a book so that we can explore the the depth of Elizabeth and Ben's relationship and further explore Ben's backstory? I feel like it needs it. The movie demands it. The story demands it. So that is Always Amore. All right, let's get back to now my number one. Guys, my number one is Presence of Love. That movie was just perfection to me. I have a personal connection to it in that I studied English in college. That was my major, specifically British literature. Um, Funny enough, my concentration wasn't romantic literature. It was Renaissance. But her actually going to England, being an English professor at a university, it just gave me all of the college feels, all of the university feels. And this was right around the time that Ralph Lauren announced his partnership with Morehouse and Spellman. So I was already in an Ivy League, like, university collegiate vibe and watching this movie kind of egged that on and I really appreciated it and the scenery in this was just gorgeous everything was just beautiful now mind you it's funny because I haven't 
I've watched Always Amore more than I've watched Presence of Love, but the Presence of Love means something more to me than Always Amore, which is why I put Presence of Love first, if that makes sense. Um, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries just did a really beautiful job this the first half of the year and they're coming out the gate swinging in august you guys we have four movies coming out of the hallmark movies and mystery camp in august and they actually have they added two for us in july that's not christmas related one is called 14 love letters which stars our homie franco lapresti from uh, the Up TV movie that came out earlier in January, The Story of Love, where he played opposite Brittany Bristow. And then the um, our leading lady, I forget her name, but she played the sister to Jessica Lowndes in, in the Lifetime Christmas movie, Too Close to Christmas, which also stars Chad Michael Murray. So I'm looking forward to that. And I just saw today, July 14th, in the year of our Lord, 20 and 22, they've added another movie that's going to be airing on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries the day before 14 Love Letters, which stars Rhiannon Fish and Benjamin Collinsworth, who's going to be in another Hallmark Movies and Mystery movie in August. So they're they're doing the daggone thing over there, okay? They're doing the daggone thing. So that's going to conclude the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries portion. We're going to take a a micro break and then we're going to talk about my grown up Christmas list. Okay, stay tuned. Welcome back, my friends. So full disclosure, the back of my throat burns. I just drank a little bit of Little West's ginger snap drink during our break. And oh my gosh, it'll burn the back of your throat, but it's so good. It's so good. Um, So can we talk about this movie that stars Kevin McGarry and Kayla Wallace? Can we talk about the first Christmas in July movie of 2022? Um, If you haven't seen it, quickly what it's about is um, Kevin's character, Luke Malone. He's a captain in the army. And Taylor Nichols is a woman who goes home. She hasn't been home um, within the past couple of years because of her mom passing. It's really hard for her. She meets Luke, they start up a relationship, but he has to ship out. So the crux of the movie is them figuring out their relationship, but not being together, or only seeing each other at Christmas, if that. Why was this movie perfect? Um, now let me define perfect. It gave me all the feels. By and large, was this movie not perfect in terms of story? Because there were plot holes, there were space jam holes, there were rabbit holes. Bugs Bunny was all up in and through this thing. However, I didn't care. That je ne sais quoi factor that I talked about in the last episode with, or not the last episode, that Two Tickets to Paradise episode. This is what I was talking about. Kayla freaking Wallace killed it. I don't know who told her she couldn't act, who said she didn't bring it, but she said, hold my ginger snap and did the daggone thing. Um, the chemistry wasn't, I mean, I know they're a real couple, so it didn't do anything for me that they played a couple. Like there wasn't any added chemistry. I didn't feel like they were acting in that regard. However, Kayla Wallace brought this darling quality because let it be, let us be clear. She's the main character here and you can tell it's, it's her. It's all about her. Um, I really, really enjoyed her in this. 
This made feeling butterflies look like, what? What was that? And it makes me wonder who, which one was filmed first? Where was this in feeling butterflies? Maybe it was the story? I don't know. But my goodness, this this movie was really good. I really enjoyed it. I watched it in low lighting. I was cozy. It was cozy. It, it gave me a comforter. It felt like a buffalo plaid comforter. It felt like the most perfect down jacket with a beanie and the perfect mittens. And then you just fall back in the snow and just look up. You know that scene from You, Me, and the Christmas Trees where Danica and Benjamin are just, um, they're on their backs and they're just looking up? That's this movie. It's that feeling. It's like, oh, whoa. It's like wonder and comfort in one. And dang on it, that's what I want in my Hallmark movies. I want my Hallmark movies to bring wonder and comfort in one to the point where you don't know where wonder begins and comfort ends. You just don't know. Two of my favorite scenes in this movie, the first one was the proposal scene. Oh, that one almost, almost, almost. Um, I could feel that my eyes wanted to do something <laughs> with that. Um, It was beautiful. That one, it was such a, like her reaction. It was just so good. It was so good. And the other scene was when she thought he wasn't coming till a certain date. And so I think she was doing something with her wedding dress. And her and the family are walking out of the house and he's standing there. He's surprised with a bouquet of roses. And she's just like, what are you doing here? You came early. And he surprised her. That was so, I thought that was so cute. So, so cute. Um, the the What I will acknowledge is that I... Someone told me that apparently this this the time span in this movie is over the course of five years. I had no idea. To me, it felt like this was all one year, and I, 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 I just didn't understand it. You know, I just I, I, I couldn't see it. Um, that is the one big thing that was hard for me to to grapple with, but. The setting was beautiful. It gives you the Christmas feels. I couldn't tell if the place they were decorating for the veterans dinner. I don't think that was in their home. I'm guessing that was a public place. Um, Taylor and her grandpa, their cute closeness, close-knit relationship was just super cute. Um, I could tell that this this story could definitely see more drama. I could see this without question going into Hallmark movie and mystery territory because they could have pressed into some areas and there was one that scene where they were going out to check the comms. I legit thought I'm like, yo, somebody about to get shot. I thought, oh, our homie Adam, he's about to he's about to get one. He's about to get one. I'm like, they're really about to have somebody die in this movie, but they didn't. And I'm like, please don't pump fake me like that. Like. Don't put my emotions at the top and then not go off the cliff. Like, I'm going to need you to go all in or not even get close at all. Because that just did something. I was like, ooh, 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 the nerve. 
but man um yeah this was a incredibly strong start for christmas in july because i had my reservations i was giving it two side eyes with a dash of skepticism because of feeling butterflies not gonna lie i was like mm. but i had to remind myself i said so myself said hmm. i said remember that we are using christmas in july as our amuse bouche so we are cleansing the palate if you will and we're giving we're coming in with no side eyes as 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 best as we can no side eyes so i really enjoyed this movie this movie is five crowns um and i actually want to see them now in another movie <laughs> like i want to see them in another rom-com i want a feeling butterflies redemption now that i've seen this i'm like oh this is like can we have the same writer can we have the same production team on this to do like a more lighter one please man so another thing i didn't get the how the title of the movie connected that's the only thing that i am a, a titles person and i'm like this with my music too i want to see how a title of a song connects with the overall feeling or story of a song so it was a disconnect for me that i didn't understand outside of the song being played in the movie i didn't understand how this how the title of the movie connected to the plot or had to do with anything about the movie at all um but what did you think about my grown-up christmas list this was a, a rousing fan favorite a lot of one person said it was they thought it was the best movie of the year so far um yeah let me know you can do so by leaving me a voice message there is a link in the show notes where you're able to leave where you're, you can click on the page there we go you can click on a page that will um take you to a space where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts and i'll play it here on the podcast by the way shout out to emma emma you left me about six voice messages and i appreciated it and i told y'all to I said, in terms, in terms of Two Tickets to Paradise, tell me how you feel, what's your thing with Hallmark? And she said, oh, say less, sis. Let me tell you how I really feel. This is how I feel about Two Tickets. This is how I feel about Hallmark. This is how I feel. And I said, thank you. So I may play one of them next week because she had a lot of good stuff to say. I may play one of them next week, uh, depending on what what else is going on but i just want to shout out you emma thank you so much for your continued support because she sends me um a lot of voice messages and you've probably heard her on the podcast a lot me play her voice messages so thank you so much emma she's a new zealander who lives in france who works in film how dope is that um a little bit of dear hallmark housekeeping so i am going full steam ahead with the dear hallmark book club we are going to be reading The Irresistible Blueberry Bake Shop and Cafe, which is the inspiration behind the Hallmark movie, uh, The Irresistible Blueberry Farm. And that is the nature of the Dear Hallmark Book Club. We're going to be reading the books that the Hallmark movies are based off of. So our first one is going to be The Irresistible Blueberry Bake Shop and Cafe. So be sure to get your book as the first book club gathering is going to be virtually through Facebook. So make sure you join the Facebook group. There'll be a link in the show notes for you to join. It's going to be in the in the book club Facebook group on the Dear Hallmark page. So be sure to like and join the group. And it's going to be August 11th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that's August 11th, 7.30 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. So be sure to note that, grab your books, be sure to read it, because we're going to have us a grand old time. Uh, be sure to follow Dear Homework on YouTube, follow Dear Homework on Instagram, or subscribe on YouTube, I should say. Follow Dear Homework on Instagram, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And if you're a frequent listener and you haven't subscribed, why, why don't you become family? What, what's the hesitation? What's going on? Uh, and be sure to leave a review, too. If this is something that you enjoy, that you want other people to know about, be sure to leave a review because not only does it help me out in terms of numbers, but it also pushes the podcast out there. The more reviews that Dear Hallmark gets, and then when it pushes it out there, more people can know that, hey, there's other Hallmark podcasts out there if you like Hallmark, GAC, and UpTV. So, you guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Dear Hallmark podcast. I hope you have a splendiferous weekend, and I look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends. <laughs>